Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 72. 72. Episode 72 uh, with my boy Michael Turner. Michael Turner is a hilarious stand-up comic. Um, he started off in Phoenix. He's in L.A. now. He runs a lot of wildly popular and amazing shows uh, called Don't Tell Comedy, DontTellComedy.com. He will be at Skankfest, which <laughs> sounds like uh, uh, an orgy in the swamps of, of Florida, but, well, it's kind of like that, I guess. It's a comedy festival. That's very, very funny, so check out Skankfest online for tickets. Um, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Magnesium Breakthrough. Here it is. I got it in my hand. Product shot. Boom. There it is. Guys, it's my favorite supplement. I swear to God. I take it uh, every day. A um, couple, couple caps a day, especially after a workout and also especially in the evening before I go to bed. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. Check out magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash brentpella for 10% off. Uh, use discount code BRENT10 at magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash brentpella. And uh, they'll also send you a free copy of the Biological Optimization Blueprint, which is a book that's packed with health and nutrition info to help you optimize your health. Highly recommend this. Highly recommend it because you support the sponsor. The sponsor supports me. I support you with content. That's how capitalism works, baby. And it's also, it's one of the, it's, a, it's like the only company that I'm really working with now because I love these guys so much. Um, and they, I just believe in the product. I believe we should all be living ha happier, healthier lives, dude. And their supplements are all natural and, and delicious, not delicious because you don't taste the capsules when you swallow them. It just tastes like water because that's what you're using to wash down the capsule. But they're very healthy, very good for you. Highly recommend Magnesium Breakthrough if you want to de-stress uh, and uh, it's a, it, it helps facilitate muscle recovery. So if you work out a lot, magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash brempella guys let's get into it michael turner is on the show today uh we talk about everything comedy we start off hot about some conspiracy theories and some animal planet conversations some existential comedic thoughts and everything in between man please enjoy this episode with my boy michael turner You think the horizon? Yeah, real, you, think the, you think the horizon? You, oh, so you're a horizon, horizon believer. Okay. You're a horizon. You're an event horizon guy. Okay. I didn't know. Yeah, dude. Uh, so the, the things that people, the, the easy ease with which people can fall into stuff like that is wild. Yeah. The QAnon shit was like that. QAnon, I completely understand, though. Because QAnon, of the, I, told, I understand how people can get into it. Their manipulation of how the internet works was actually the thing that they figured out, in my opinion. Yeah. Did you watch that HBO thing? Yeah. Was that HBO? It was, it was HBO, yeah. The well done. Very well done. Because you're like, I, you get so deep into a thing, and you're like, Dude, I, I get why you I, think that. I got into it for 17 minutes, mm. and I remember this specific period of time in like August or September, because I was so yeah. mad at everything. And I was looking everything up and I was like, you know, conspiracy this, conspiracy that. Yeah. I was making conspiracy theory videos that mocked conspiracies. Which were great. Thank you. But in order to do that, I had to like do my actual research on conspiracies, yes. right? Just going. Yeah. And so and I so, like that you do that, by the way. Most people just like, you. let's make fun of conspiracies. It's like, no, right. no, no, which ones. Yeah, yeah. So that you can heighten it to a place that's actually crazy. Well, because I want to make fun of it from my angle. But also, you better know what the conspiracy theory realists are going to say, too. So right. know both sides. And also some things that were once conspiracy theories are very real. Oh, like MK Ultra and Dude. things that like if you bring that up to, you know, your grandma, she's going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? You, you don't psycho? think George Bush senior was in Dallas when JFK got shot? Right. Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you, that's a conspiracy right. to you. Right. <laughs> and so I was, I was going I was like diving headfirst and all these things. George Soros, this Hillary, that Trump, this, yeah. you know, adrenochrome that. 
And uh, I found myself like watching, I watched that crazy Cabal documentary. Did you ever watch mm. that? It's some super cute ass. Is that a person? Cabal? No, a cabal is like a dark group of people. Like okay. a group group of not like uh, colored dark, okay. but I mean like. It's like, like dude, dark. I'll go there. I'll go, I'll go <laughs> That's a different yeah, conspiracy. Hey, look, no, I'm working like, on my a, um, like, like a evil group of people. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. And, and so I was looking into it and I was like making all these connections and like, whoa, dude, wait, what if this is, wait, wait, oh my God, this, this. Right. And it was so easy to fall into that. Yes. And I was into it literally for 17 minutes. And I have a bit about this now um, because the, the big thing that all those people talk about is adrenochrome. Okay. Right. Which is like the uh, chemical compound found in baby blood when you torture babies. It's crazy. It's crazy shit. I like that. And I was like, dude, if Hillary's out here drinking baby blood, shouldn't she look younger? Yeah. Shouldn't they look better? Biden right. is decrepit. Yeah. Fit from a physical standpoint, George Soros he looks, looks very old. <laughs> yeah. Like, These guys don't look young like and, owls, and, and healthy. Dead, dead owls. <laughs> owls like, right, right. Well, yeah. So I was like, eh, I got to go. But yeah, you do. You, there's That's the thing that, uh, like, I was talking about the flat earth. I don't know how much we caught of that stuff. But, like, I was at lunch with this dude talking about the flat earth stuff. And I yeah. remember thinking... There has to be one moment where you just like, that's the, like my big thing on the flat earth thing is like, all right, so you're telling me NASA has lied to the level that the stars are all fake and space isn't real. That's where it's like, just that alone should just tell you like, this is, that's it. That's it. We're Yeah, we can't do this anymore. Yeah. Uh -uh. There should be one thing like that Mm -hmm. where you're like, I'm in too deep. I'm an idiot. This is a fact. Therefore, other things that I just assumed could be real are not. Are not. Yeah. It's, it's People, that. But you get caught up. <laughs> you and then you, get, then you get like that. And then you know what it is, too, is you're too deep. You're emotionally invested in what you now believe is the truth. You get months into it, and then it fast forwards into years into it. Yeah. And then you don't want to admit that you're wrong right. to other people. And so then it becomes get, a pride thing. You compound it, the issue. Yeah. And your whole identity is wrapped up and yeah. tied into this belief system. Yes. And you don't even have it in yourself to believe it's 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 broken. You could be wrong. Yeah, and it's, I mean it goes beyond conspiracy theories too. There's a lot of like political ideologies 100%, like that too. Hundred percent. That's why I think it's so funny that people that are so deeply like Republican or like blindly yeah. leftist or blindly right, like the the hard leaning people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They talk shit about these conspiracy theory people. It's like, look, man in the mirror. It's a Michael Jackson right. song. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Figure it out. It's a Michael Jackson tune. Listen to that one. Let that (laughs) hit you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because it's so easy to call somebody who has uh, like a spectrum of beliefs a conspiracy theorist for siding with this team and then siding with that team. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I have a hardcore leftist guy who went to who I went to high school with that called me a conspiracy theorist in a Facebook comment. Yeah. Right. And then like, uh, you know, it's it's just you're not a being in the middle. Or having the ability to see different things and, and understand different things doesn't make you a conspiracy theorist. No. You're a conspiracy theorist if you blindly listen to whatever Donald Trump Jr. posts as a meme. Yeah. Or whatever AOC says is racist. Yes. You know? Right. Have It's complex. Have We're, we're human beings. We're the only species able to have um, cr- critical thought and like complex uh, ideologies and shit. Like, yeah. Let's use them. Uh, let's use your brain a little bit more. Just a little bit. It's crazy. What, it's a what other time. animal do you think would be able to do that? I if know. there was one I doing actually, that right now that we don't know about. It's so funny. I was literally just thinking that when I say that. I like. I hate. I hate blindly assuming that we're so much more elevated than every other species because right. I do think there's some species out there that are. I don't know. I feel like. I mean, dolphins have proven dolphins that they have some things fuck, going dude. on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, a lot of research has proven that they're like 
um, you know, the way that they have relationships with other dolphins is pretty, pretty deep. So that yeah. tells me some things. I'm a big, uh, tiger guy, as you know, you are a big, and tiger I do guy. think yeah. that they're, they're, they're intelligent wolves as you have a wolf right here, mm -hmm. like wolf packs, the dynamic, uh, uh, the hierarchy, hierarchy yeah. of like, wolf pack, that's captivating to me. Totally. Um, the fact that it's defined and it's followed and it's all mm -hmm. that shit. There's structure to it. That doesn't mean that, but then what would the critical thought aspect of that be? That would be one of the wolves scheming on a come up and trying to overtake that. Right. That would be, so they, so they actually teams. aren't complex if they just follow blindly that leader. Right. right? So I don't right. know. There was somebody was recently talking about like theories of consciousness related to how groups of animals interact with each other. Mm -hmm. Like when you see birds flocking in that triangle pattern. Okay. And they don't, they're not screeching at each other to get into that pattern. Yeah. They just know where their exact spot is. Same with this group of fish. Uh, did you ever get into um, planet Earth? Have you seen all the planet Earth? This is a real question. Okay, good. You're there. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll turn mushrooms. Okay, great. That was a follow up. I, yeah, but, yeah, you know, yeah. they, those questions go hand I in love, hand. Yeah. Big um, planet Earth guy. Do you remember Always. there was the scene of the fish that swim in a circle together in this like remote pond away yeah. from everything? Okay. They swim upstream into this part of the creek or river. And then they swim in this pattern that's like mathematically perfect mm. in a circle. And there's no known purpose to it. And then they swim back like away. They're not mating there. Yeah. They're not looking for a mate there. They right. don't find a mate there. They literally swim there, swim in a circle for a couple of days and then swim back to where they were. That's crazy. And so the, this theory of like how misunderstood consciousness is could very well be that they're communicating at a level. We don't have the like, ability are all to trying to rage. Like that's them raging. That's them raging. Like, yeah. Dude. That's yeah. their Coachella. Right. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah, exactly. like we think we're the only ones capable of having a nice nah, experience. Dude, like that's like, dude, raging, and that, that goes way harder than the fucking Diplo <laughs> set that you saw, bro. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I like shit like that. I love, um, like one of the more captivating videos I think is always that one where the, um, what are they? They're right when they're born, then they get have to get past the snakes, right? And like Snoop oh, Dogg did dude, the, thing the lizards. That. That's crazy because or those lizards are just freshly lizards, born, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like all instinct. That's like a dog knows how to swim when you throw it in the water, right? Yep. Like that cat thing knows yeah. when it's. <laughs> I don't even know if that thing knows because well, either way, there was no memo in the shell before that. Hatch <laughs> right, right. There's no like, note. Hey, when you get out of this thing, it's gonna be the realest thing. <laughs> <laughs> that you'll ever experience in your life. Also, you're probably not going to make it. Yeah, for anybody uh, that hasn't hasn't seen that, that's the uh, what is planet that? Earth. It's it is planet, it's planet Earth. Earth. It's a clip of a lizard it's that's like, getting born in a gravelly, sandy beach area, and they have to make There's it a million to the fucking water, snakes. Maybe? Yeah, no, he has to make it up a cliff. Yeah, to get to like the forest floor or something. Something it's, like it's that. Some dude. like it's low, nuts. crazy. It's like you think the like best two minutes lava of television ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. so nuts. Oh my god, I love that shit. Um. And then, uh, you know, what also is always cool is like, just we're ask, asking about like, obviously animals that have a higher level of thinking. I mean, monkeys and, um, chimpanzees and shit like that. Like, yeah, they use tools. There's a lot of interesting, they're not that far off from us. Um, it, they're like kind of entering a stone age. Some people have, uh, they're on the come guessed. up. Yeah. I love that. Dude, yeah. first of all, I grew Using up in like Ohio. Like shit. they're way closer to people, to people that I grew up with. Than, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have close <laughs> friends that are a couple genes away sure, sure. and, uh, like, but they also have like a lot of similarities to us. There's like, there's, they have fucking gang violence for yeah, real. Dude. Like they have like yeah. real wars in the jungles. Yeah. Um, and they have very territorial shit. Like the one, 
I forget if it was Planet Earth or what was the extension of Planet Earth? It was about um, it was about cities and shit or like oh, you know what I'm talking about. I remember there was a Planet Earth that there was, was city. There was one that was like it was very similar to Planet Earth, uh, but it was more about uh, different terrains. And one of the terrains was mm-hmm. city life. And one of the things that they talked about was these monkeys that live. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. India, India? I think. India. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And dude, that shit was nuts. That was, wild, that was like dude. some real gang shit. Like real I had just shit. watched The Wire, and then I flowed into that episode, and I was like, "This is this is, is that it. Avon? This is the next That's episode, Avon right there." <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, the one's distracting somebody while the other one is like stealing some yeah, shit. Yeah, there was like really slick shit like that. Yeah. But then also he wasn't even trying to like steal the shit. He was trying to take them off of their guard to overtake their territory. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it started a whole brawl. It's it's wild. And then it's also crazy. you're like, dude, where are these cameramen at? Yeah. Were you set dude, up that, in this dude, gang? The, violence, the Planet Earth camera people? That's those people. That's deserve a whole other type of more, human. Yeah. like I love Spielberg and Scorsese, but like, nah, bro. Those guys. I, I I love the guy that's you know sitting bare assed in the middle of the jungle for four yeah. days, or in the fucking frozen tundra, watching yeah. that fox dive into the thing. Yeah, just waiting for that yeah, dive, bro. Like, oh Billy, I got God. it. I got it. <laughs> yeah. I'm Call the chopper. In. I'm Let's coming get the in. Fuck Ooh, home. Actually, the footage came in fuzzy, Bill. Oh my God, can you imagine, can you, dude? Just waiting for four weeks. And then being like out of focus, dude. I'm sure that oh I'm sure there's God. stories like that all the time. Yeah, but yeah, big nature. Yeah, guy. big nature guy. You so you grew up in Ohio. Yes, hence Cincinnati. the Tigers, hence yeah, the Bengals. Yeah, like uh, right. Is you, that the connection? Yes. Uh, I mean, first of all, I think anybody that is a big cat guy, mm-hmm. I think knows that. You know, I watched Jungle Book too, and I respected what Shere Khan was doing. <laughs> um, like I, I just think tigers are just badass. They're solo. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. Uh, they're pound for pound. I think that they can take almost any animal. What, I get what animal f- couldn't they take? I th- there's there's some a people that lion? say grizzly bears are going to be able oh. to get them. I, dude, I also would I argue know. that the swiftness of a tiger, that's, like if it got you, say. yeah, yeah, because a grizzly bear's movement is a little bit more. I think their swing is too. A big. grizzly bear is like a heavyweight. Where a, t- a tiger's gonna get that. Yeah, a tiger's in. gonna get a jab in. That's gonna knock the grizzly off, and then he's gonna find a way to wrap his neck. Also, right? terrain. Are we talking neutral, uh, like site? What's like the where venue? are we at? Yeah, What's yeah, the yeah. venue? So, like, I think it's if there's a home and away, that yeah. could be a split. But yeah, I think if you get him, uh, I don't know. I'm, I think tigers are just quicker. And mm-hmm. uh, just as powerful with what the would swing. You, what would you put the odds at? Minus one fifty. I think it'd be. Tiger? I think it'd be even, uh, close to even. But yeah, I think minus one fifty. Yeah, is fair. Yeah, and I might, I might lay those odds. I'd put odds down. I'd put minus one thirty, something like that. Yeah, I'd put a grand on that. Yeah, yeah, and I'd love to watch it. Yeah, and also if I lost, I'd be like, that was some <laughs> that was, of, the, that was the best ten minutes I've ever, ever seen. seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. Did you get that? It was fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. God. Damn. <laughs> Did you start comedy in Ohio? No, no. So then I. Grew up, born and raised in Cincinnati, Ohio, and then uh, went to Arizona State University. That's right, and dude. And then I... All four years? Yeah, somehow Jesus I graduated. Christ. Yeah, I'm the rarity. So, I went to UC Santa Barbara, which dude, is... Dude, I was just talking about, uh, literally last night, we were just talking about just party... Party schools? Uh, college party shit. Yeah, yeah. And this one dude was like, dude, have you ever gone to UC Santa Barbara? Oof. I was like, no. Oh, And they were like... Because I was describing ASU, and they said it was comparable. The way that yeah. I was describing it, because it was, and you could you yeah. could uh, attest to this maybe, but ASU was really fun party school, but it was also like a school where on the weekends, it wasn't like you went to this one frat house and partied or whatever like that. It was like, there was actually a bunch of residential houses yep. that were fucking raging. And usually it was early Facebook. I was 05, so we were like the first mm-hmm. year Facebook was 
uh, .edu shit. Oh, wow. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, you still yeah. had the .edu. Yeah, like yeah. you had to have ASU.edu. Yeah. So on Facebook, you just have these groups and people would be like, party here, party here, party here. And you'd have like five or six addresses around Tempe that you could just hit. Amazing. And, we, it, uh, was it was so like similar to that. Yeah. Now we're the, <laughs> I love talking college party shit, dude. dude. Just, it makes, it's so Bro, fun. It was so fun. People, people act like, people act people like it was lame. Their, people and it's roll like, their eyes no. sometimes. People like, do, oh, ASU. Whoa, uh, yeah, you yeah we get it. You guys partied in like, college. Dude, I have a dude. fucking degree that's yeah. just as equal as yours. Yeah. Unless you went to Harvard or something. Yeah. And Fuck one you. time, you know, I saw my buddy butt chug a bottle of fireball on a roof. So yeah. who had the better time? Right. You know? And he didn't get the degree. Right. But I <laughs> right. got, I learned a lot that time <laughs> from that experience. Right. I learned more yeah. than I learned in class from that yeah, one night. Exactly. Were the houses in uh, residential areas that also had other college houses in it? It was like, so Tempe's like, uh, you've been Tempe. to Tempe. I've been yeah. to Tempe a couple times. So Tempe's definitely like, no, you. we had a house. Uh, that had a lot of parties and like, you know, the neighbors did not like us. Um, sure. But um, so it was like you had to combat that. So what the cops would do is give you they would. We had a thing at our house where we would have a party every 90 days because in Tempe, what the cops had was a 90 day ticket. And they would they if there was a house noise complaint, they would come and give you a 90 day thing. And if that occurred again within the next 90 days, it was like a crazy um Fine, fine and shit, yeah. yeah, yeah. So what we would do is have a party every ninety days. Awesome. So ninety first so day cool. was like, let's yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so that, but there was noise complaints and shit like that. So you were in neighborhoods. So you were people, in neighborhoods. But okay. So uh, and you, you you've never been college. to Santa Barbara? No, I would assume you're more. Oh yes, I have. I have. Did you I've, come? You did my show. I haven't done that. Okay. I actually haven't do done. You want to come there. do my show? Let's do that. So That's just actually why I'm here to get booked on. <laughs> I just started a new monthly in Santa Barbara. Oh, uh, I love The that. next one is September first. Love it. Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. Just and it's ten days a, before nine eleven. Right. Great. It's always that's always and the biggest 20, show too. Twenty years. Right. Oh, it's the twenty year anniversary. Uh, big big week. I wonder where Kid Rock is going to perform. <laughs> yeah, um, he's going to bring the house down wherever. For he's sure. Oh God. <laughs> so we had in Santa Barbara. We had uh, this one by one mile square okay. neighborhood called Isla Vista. Okay. Uh, IV for short is what sure. we all called it. And then right next to that one by one mile square of houses was campus. Okay. That's literally it. Okay. It was like Pleasure Island from Pinocchio, dude. Okay. Nuts. That's awesome. No one called the cops because yeah. everybody was raging. That's The nice. only adults that lived there were like, uh, some. there were some low income apartments. Okay. Um, but sometimes those people just came and partied with us. Sure. You know what I mean? They were going through it. Yeah. And, like, and like list. some, um, uh, some people like janitor type people that that actually worked for campus yeah. would get put up in an apartment there. You know what I and mean? They had so, a drinking problem, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so they would come and party and sell us tamales on the weekend or whatever. It I was like that. fantastic. That sounds fun. It yeah. was wild. That's because so, you. That's more like a college. Whereas Tempe was like in Phoenix. Yeah, there's a section of Phoenix that's like college. Yeah, but also my family lives right here. Sure, sure, sure. So it was yeah. like that a little bit. Yeah, uh, dude, it was like. It was dangerous. I think the years I was at Santa Barbara were kind of the last, you know, quote, epic years. Because like now they started a curfew. <laughs> to quote epic. Is to quote, I know. It was, we were epic. kind of legends. Um, but like, what, we were, how old are you? We're kind of the same. I'm 17 right? years old. But I graduated <laughs> high school in 08. But yeah. I'm 17. Doogie Hauser. Yeah. And uh, so I, I finished Santa Barbara in 2012. I'm 17. Okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That checks out. So we had like... And, and so we had this thing called the IV party scene on okay. Facebook and it was a big group and there were the addresses would just get dropped and it, they were open house parties. Sure. 
Just open. Fucking. Was there a fucking badass at the front asking five dollars for a red cup? No, but there were ASU dudes. Had some of that. There were dudes like, "What's up, bro? Who do you know here?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do you right. know here, dude? Yeah. What's up, dude? Who do you know? Yeah. Well, name two people you know, bro. Name two people you know. Yeah, because everybody knows Steve. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Michael Schenker, dude. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't. He's not here, bro. There ASU was a lot of unchecked white aggression. Uh, yeah. So there was yeah. like you had to get past that. There was yeah. a lot of like lame motherfuckers from every part of the country that went there oh man but there were some great people like I, I met like some of my best friends in the world like i i still you know i'm going to a wedding in a couple months at some of my asu homies so nice. like we stay you get it's like any any school too like asu had a bunch of douchebags that's what people sometimes are like oh so many lame dudes whatever every fucking campus has every a bunch campus of lame has people. lame dudes every bro. city has lame people yeah figure your people out yeah, yeah. Have a good ours judge were, of Ours were the, the, like, it was such a surf school. We even had a, uh, a, okay. an official surf team for That's the dope. school, which was dope. Yeah. Um, so we had, like, surf bros and, and kind of, like, SoCal yeah. douchey dudes. Sure. But they weren't even that bad. Like, the worst oh. people there came in from out of town to start shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. They came from, like, Lompoc and sure. fucking Inland Empire dirt right people yeah, yeah, yeah um but the the all the guys i met there i made some of the best friends i still have yeah. to this day there and 100 uh you know there was a lot of beach sex and and it was a good time beach sex is good yeah did you do beach, beach sex i did beach sex it's a I've little uncomfortable be- it's honestly, no, it it's doesn't a little seem ideal no there's just sand everywhere yeah you know what i mean sure you could bring a quilt dude i sometimes but, don't like getting in the water just because i don't want to deal with sand and yeah you're out there fucking oh so you got that's to. a double wet. You got to. double wet situation. It's a requirement for the degree I was, I was pursuing. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, that's good. Well, good for you. <laughs> uh, but it was fun, dude. Was it, that it one of those cool. schools where a lot of people? Because ASU was like, I met so many friends in freshman year that did not make it to sophomore year. You know what I mean? Just yeah. dropped out. Or there did, were a lot of people like that. Yeah, I yeah. met a couple people like that because it yeah. was a big like it was such a party school yeah. that it, you, you could really get caught up in that shit. Yeah. Um, like I know a couple people that just instead of going to class they did blow sure um on a daily basis yeah like breakfast lunch and dinner yeah now they're like they're heavy i don't know what these kids do anymore but yeah they, Bro, they do like, like depression dude, pills ketamine and right shit. yeah and that like, shit i'm like what, what are you guys doing k-holing on a monday Bro, do cocaine like an adult yeah what do you think grow up like Jesus it's so Christ. weird slip some molly every once in a while and fucking yeah. experience like a concert but like k-hole k-hole wants to go on a can doesn't even sound appealing bizarre yeah i don't know what they're up to now but like yeah it was a, it was a good stretch um i loved those asu years it was it was a fun time did you were you doing comedy then did you ever try it there so it's so funny i was like right next to Tempe, you know where Tempe yep. Improv is, right? And then you're aware of like how close that is to campus, and yeah, shit, right? Yeah, it's right next to that bar. Have you ever too. done a uh, show on campus? On campus, no. You would do. I mean, I certain would people love would crush. To. I'm doing the yeah. Tempe Improv in October. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. it Thursday. Um, so it's like literally like the Caddy Corner, or whatever you call it, right? Like cool. right across the street is is ASU. And so I'm sitting there for five years and I'm never, I never even went to Tempe Improv. Mm. It's so weird. Like I were just didn't even comedy? think about it. Like what was your mindset I when lo- you were in college? I, I grew up like on, the, my dad's like one of the funniest people I had ever met in my life. Um, he's, uh, he loves comedy. Or he loved comedy. He since passed back uh, a couple of years back, but he put me on to like all the shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And my mom is a very funny woman too. And so I was always exposed like Carlin early, like, I was reading the books. I was watching the specials. Uh, nice. You know, he loved everybody. We went to Kings of Comedy in the theaters, you know, shit nice. like that. Yeah, like, yeah. So I was always exposed. I love comedy. But I also remember he took me to this documentary one time um, that Jerry Seinfeld put out called Comedian. Yeah. And oh, amazing. I love. And so I like. You saw like, it what, in theaters? Uh, yeah, I saw it in theaters. Oh, that's cool. And uh, I remember like going into it like. I loved comedy. I thought that was something maybe I could do, blah, blah, blah. Like, I always wanted to be on stage. I was always like, 
you know, doing the most sometimes. I was in choir doing solos, shit like that, right? Can you sing? Uh, not anymore. Okay. I appreciate that though. I could yeah, try sure. though. Yeah, hit you me do up. have a wonderful voice. Thank you. Yeah, I do. I got nice you got voice you got really radio. good vocal control. I appreciate that. Yeah. I've been told that sometimes, and I yeah. and I don't know what to do with it. That's <laughs> what um, <laughs> I'm just trying to do some PCAS. Just yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I walk into that theater. I watch that, and I remember being walking out and being like, "That looks fucking miserable." Like Orny Adams was right. in that. Remember yeah. that that Awful. whole stuff. Awful. That, that whole was segment. That was like, what the fuck is Ugh. this? It yeah. just exposed. But you know what it did, as we know now. So we're standups. Is like that wasn't untrue. It mm-hmm. was probably one of the worst. It was a bad portrayal of what it looks like. Mm-hmm. It was probably like focused on all the lowest points, where there's a lot of highs too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But um, I'll never forget walking out of that and being like, that looks super depressing. He looks broke. He doesn't look yeah. happy. Um, and all that shit. And I was like, fuck that. So I just like tucked it away for my whole, I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm gonna just figure something else out. Yeah. Went to college, started doing, um, doing like real job. I got like a job recruiting and shit like that. Had the degree trying to figure shit out. Restaurant industry, kind of getting out of that, all that shit, Mm -hmm. typical stuff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then 08 comes around and I remember like thinking about, just, I don't know. I was always decent in front of people and stuff like that. And what happened is my buddy ended up passing away in Iraq. Best friend growing up, died in Iraq. And I remember calling his family immediately and saying, hey, can I speak at the funeral? Because um, somebody needed to speak at the funeral mm-hmm. um, of his friends, I, I would say. His family was going to speak, whatever. But, like, we were 21. Wow. And who knows you better at 21 <sighs> than your friend? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, your family yeah, knows yeah. you. They don't like, know you. But they don't know, know the shit. Like, they don't. At that age, nobody knows you better than your homies. Yes. Um, and I thought it'd be an important thing to just do that. So I ended up speaking at his funeral. And I'll never forget just that feeling of, uh, first of all, like, control of, uh, like, the narrative and, like, feeling like I was really connecting with everybody. Um, I had people crying and laughing. Like, I'll never forget this preacher that was speaking was like, he was, by the end of it, he was crying. But like at the beginning, I had him laugh because I wasn't going to tell, I wasn't going to be up there telling all the bad shit or like sad shit. Like, I didn't want everybody to cry. We had a bunch of good memories. Like, some of the best memories I've ever had were with him and they were funny as shit. And I was talking about all that because he was a funny dude, right? So, um, but I'll, I'll never forget walking off that situation and a lot of people came up to me said how much it meant to hear what i was saying but also like you know do more with that like i don't know what that was but like you you really reached a lot of people and i was like man i gotta figure out how to communicate with people in a in a bigger way and i spent like six months thinking like should i be fucking tony robbins should i do you know what i mean like (laughs) should i be publicly speaking who talks publicly yeah i was like motivational speaking it was weird like i had a weird little thing and you know then it's just like I'm a fucking do. I'm gonna just try stand up. You know, I've always been the class clown. I was, I was like, voted best. Um, what is it called? Like those superlatives in high yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, most likely to be on SNL and cool. shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I was always that dude, and um, I was doing like pep rally MCing and stuff. Oh, and awesome! Getting, yeah, so I did that in high school, and then I was like, man, I'm gonna try that, and I just did it, and um, and that happened. So that happened in 08, and I didn't actually get on stage till 2012, though. Wow. So, it so what'd you do in between? Just kind of um, marinated on it, let it sit? Uh, ketamine. Nice. And yep. uh, just kind of figured years. it out. Nice. Um, and you know what? Say a lot about that drug. <laughs> I figured out who I wanted to be. <laughs> no, I uh, I was work. I was doing like the corporate shit. I was like figuring out like 
I don't know. It was miserable. I think what yeah. I realized is that that wasn't what I wanted to do. Yeah. Right? Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You had like, to do it to realize it's not what you wanted. Yeah. yeah. And then also, you know how it is. You have stuff sometimes. You're like, I want to. I, I didn't I didn't immediately figure it out in 08. I did like literally was like, you know, should I fucking publicly speak or motivation? I don't know. I was thinking about a lot of things, but then mm-hmm. I just remember it, it it all figured itself out. And, and so where was the first time? What was the first like stand up Scottsdale in uh, nice. Scottsdale, Arizona? So it doesn't exist anymore. It had a nice run, though. And um, good open mic on a Wednesday. I went a couple times to like feel it out. Mm hmm. And Without then, performing, yeah, yeah, which I think yeah. is smart to too. Yeah, totally. Like, totally. Don't just fucking. I mean, first of then, all, do what you, do what works, but like, right. But but if you do it like that, you're gonna see people and think I could be better than that fucking guy. That guy's doing an open mic. Yeah. Why am I not doing this open yeah. mic? Yeah. And that, I got to that point after like three or four. Yeah. And that's what forced me to do yeah, it. Yeah, I think I went to like one or two, and then I was just like, fucking do it. Yeah, it was like around Easter of 2012. I remember. Yeah, I remember talking about it in Easter around uh, with my family. I was like, I think I'm gonna do this, and then, um, and then you know what? I wasn't bad. It was not good. Yeah, but you get like these little chuckles, and you're like, oh, there's something there. Yeah, and I've looked at the set. I think I have it in Google Docs somewhere or something. Your first ever set. Um, yeah, like what, what I wrote was? out. I wrote a joke about. The um, what was that dude that ate bath salts? He was in a Florida, zombie. yeah, yeah, the Florida he, man, yeah, 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 and he bit that dude's face off, yeah, and it was something about how um, he looked like Seal, the artist now, and it's like, isn't it fucked that he looks like Seal or something like that? It was actually it was a good. You know what's funny is I ended good. up turning it into like a proper. It fit? was in yeah, it was nice. In my, but it was something about how that, and then there was a dumb joke about Kiss from a Rose, probably, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that said yeah. something about Heidi Klum, and it was like, <laughs> it was just stupid. But it was something about that, him looking like a zombie, and then him looking like Seal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I did that, and then I made fun of the Kardashians, probably, because that was popular back then. Nice. Um, but yeah, some of those things turned into like my first five. Awesome. Yeah. That's cool, dude. And, Isn't it funny? Yeah. You, so you went those four years after doing, after... After headlining your headlining your, a eulogy, a eulogy, yeah. right, and crushing, <laughs> and crushing, you crushed your first yeah. headline yeah, gig, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is a, a min- it sounds like an amazing moment, by the way. That sounds awesome. It's something I think about, yeah, a lot. And then it's funny that you went a couple years without even considering it, because I, I kind of did the same thing. I was raised on Last Comic Standing and SNL and everything okay. else. Yeah, SNL like, too for me for sure. Right, and I and whose line is it anyway? Love that was um, incredible. Always love that. Um, and then I got to college and I was making silly videos and 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 I never even considered stand up. Yeah. Ever. Right. Or improv. Right. I didn't even know where that led. Yeah. Until I got to LA at age twenty two, even though I'm seventeen, and I got to LA, <laughs> and real I looked around and everybody around me was doing stand up. Everybody was doing stand up. Yeah. Um. And so that's what kind of threw me into it. I was like, oh, shit, people actually like do this. Right. I just had no idea that stand-up, there was a community. Right. I thought you just get famous and start touring. I had no idea. It's And that's, and first of all, starting here, I always think is like, that's tough. So good on you for keeping Dude, and pushing. Dude, it was wild. Cause I yeah, yeah. Because I always think if I, I don't know if I would have been able to do that mentally or, I don't know, it's just a unique challenge starting in a market that's already fucking humming was your main market phoenix phoenix so i started in phoenix and i repped phoenix for seven eight years yeah i I really um 
you know, sharpen the tools. I met you before sure. you came to LA. Yeah. So you saw, yeah, it was like what, three years ago, probably. I yeah. At with, least um, Might have been one or two. Yeah. More, yeah. And then, um, so I was kind of running the scene there after a while, yep. but I started in Phoenix and the, uh, I was very lucky to start there cause, um, it was set up to go. Like if you started when I started, which was, uh, yeah, 2012. So I was like 25, which is a weird age to start too. But I also had like Dude, life experience. Yeah. 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 I, I started at, I was 17 I think about, I was started at 16. <laughs> yeah, 16. Some people call me around 24, <laughs> but I, yeah, 16. Yeah. What were you like? I was 20s? about to be 24. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So 25. So like I had, like, I had like things to talk about. Yeah. Um, which I think is good. Cause I know like a good buddy of mine, Michael Longfellow is one of the Love fucking best working comedians Love for Michael. sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I was I'm like, damn, how did he probably had a weird time starting? I got to see him early and he was just talking about 18 year old shit. And I was like, Oh, he's going to be so good because he'll have a voice by the time he's really experiencing life. Right. Once he gets sad. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so that was a good thing to start. But I remember I watched him his first couple of years and it was like, he was just talking about fucking 20 year old shit. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember I watched him get drunk the first time underage at the <laughs> Tempe Improv and they didn't feed him that. And he came there drunk. Right. Don't, he came uh, there drunk. Uh-uh. We love you, Matt. But, um, so, um, but yeah, so mid twenties started, and then it was already had Tempe Improv, Stand Up Live. Um, what was the other club? Oh, Stand Up Scasta obviously was like a a B to C room, but it was yeah. so cool because I got nine months in, I got in this comedy owner that worked there. He like needed a host one night. Jackie Cation was on stage, and nobody was there, and I was just chilling. It was one of those clubs where like you, you knew if you just kicked it mm-hmm. one time, he'd probably need you. Nice, and yeah. I got yeah. that hosting gig, and so I. Ended up getting, I did well. He trusted me moving forward a little bit more, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then I was like hosting and doing time on weekends with like, dude, it's so cool. Like I know Sam Moreau came through there. Um, Pete Holmes came through there. Cool. Like Maria Bamford, like all those dope names that are now like really established. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. like 2012, 2013, they were still like coming up. So they would still do these rooms that they shouldn't be doing. They shouldn't have been doing them because they were so much more uh farther along but it was like that, a workout was, for them yeah probably. mark yeah. norman was working those weekends nice um fucking it was cool so it was a really cool way to just rub elbows with some of the big dogs and cool. um yeah it was awesome so i was in a unique situation to really like work on the weekends and then during the week was a good open mic scene yeah so it's cool dude starting in a satellite place like that I, I feel like you have a lot more freedom i mean obviously there's ups and downs to everything but if you start in la or new york you still have that freedom, but you also like, you could be going up in front of all kinds of people yeah. in, in LA or New York and yeah. you could be like getting seen faster than maybe you yeah. want to. You Don't know? try something out. You might, you might see somebody, somebody might see you that yeah. wants to put you on Fallon or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Or there could be like you're five working out of LA's bookers. Two. Right. Yeah. You know, the person who books the Virgil is there. The person who books, yes. uh, ha ha, whatever. Um, no ramifications in Phoenix. Right. Yeah, Which exactly. Has, it's, like, it's like a good and a bad thing, right? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. uh, I'm eight, nine years in now, and nobody really in L.A. that matters knows me that well, right? But I got material. So when they do see me, it's polished. You can, you'll crush. I've already got right. it. Whereas like, I started and got seen by everybody when I sucked. It's, so I have no friends. I think, yes, 100%. <laughs> and well, also, you're a bad person. I mean, I am, I am so, genuinely like, not a good man person. in the mirror. Right. <laughs> it's Michael, a Michael Jackson, Jackson song. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, yes, I think Chris Rock or some, somebody said this quote. I think it's a Chris Rock quote, but it's like, you can never be seen too late, 
if that makes oh, sense. Yeah, right? That's like cool. you can never be seen for yeah, the first yeah, time yeah. too late. Yeah. Because if you're doing all the things that you're supposed to be doing, by the time you do get seen, you're gonna be good. Right. Whereas you can definitely be seen too early. Right. You can be right, seen right, too right. early yeah. and that's the first impression and it's like you're not it. Yep. And uh as you know, like if uh, out here I'm sure I know I've exposed myself, you know, when I was coming out here early to uh certain people saw my set where I just wasn't where I am. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's how they remember me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're like, oh, I saw him really struggle that yeah. one time. Totally. Totally. Um, I get that. So see that. And that was the first couple of years. And I kind of made it like a conscious choice to not hang out a lot. Yeah. And I think there were positives and negatives to that too. Mm-hmm. Like I was never a comedy store guy. Respect to the store. Love it. Love the store. Love yeah. everybody there. But I, I just, I didn't know. It, it never felt like the right thing for me to do to go there and hang out no yeah i wanted i also think people that just always hang there it's like oh that's who you are as yeah it can become your identity store guy yeah um do be funny in other rooms right right we all know that's one of the greatest room yeah (laughs) Yeah. are you funny in flappers (laughs) exactly so Uh, yeah it was it was also a time when i started in la it was a time when people like brent Morin and delia were popping in and out Mm -hmm. of everywhere sure that was when undateable was on oh okay so they were like the hottest dudes in town but I also came in with like a competitive spirit from doing sports my whole life. So I mm-hmm. kind of brought that in too. Yeah. Um, however, I think the biggest growth I had was actually in San Diego. Oh, really? Yeah, because when I started those first couple of years, I would go down to San Diego like every month yeah. for a weekend or two. And I'll just do like five-minute spots, 10-minute spots all over. Yeah, which uh, you would so not get in really LA. Helped. No, no. You can't even do – that's the craziest thing is you can't do 15 in this city. No, you I mean, can't. Or the most you can do is 15, I should say, too. And you like, got to get lucky to like, do that. Yeah, think about the people that do – like fucking the murderers in the city only get 15. Get 15. Yeah. So how, they yeah. got to go somewhere else to work on the hour. Right. So crazy. I was doing that, um, and I love San Diego. San Diego is one of my favorite spots. Dude, so I, I'm rocking this shirt right now. First mm-hmm. of all, I was like self-conscious, but I was like, man, what? first of all, it's laundry day. I just got, <laughs> I got, got back. I don't have that many shirts. I was like, I just got this shirt last night, and I did it. And you know how in comedy sometimes you're like, is this a flex? Am I flexing too much? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. I'm rocking your comedy store yeah. shirt. First you of all, are. It says okay. La Jolla. But, but again, I, then I thought about it. I was like, fuck yeah, I am. Yeah, You know what yeah. I did? I did the La Jolla Comedy Store for the first time this past weekend. Nice. I'm How'd nine it go? years in. It was fucking. Have you ever done that room? No, dude. That room What'd you is do there? insane. What, what, was, what was your spot? Uh, I did stand up comedy. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, featured for Pete Lee. Amazing. So, yeah. Oh, Pete. Yes, dude. One Pete's of the, the best. best joke writers of all time. Dude, that guy is so funny. He crushes every time. Oh I've, my I've, god. I've worked with him in a couple different cities, and I love nice. like his first ten minutes are just like these brand new fresh jokes about sometimes about the city or about the people or whatever, but yeah. like, you know, he just wrote this shit in the, wow. in the hotel room. Yeah. 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 Um, he had some shit about La Jolla sounding like somebody just gargled water and said something like, oh, <laughs> um, and, uh, <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah. So he's, he's, uh, one of the best and I'm fortunate enough to be in his good graces. And cool. so, yeah, he asked me to come down there and feature for him there. But I was like, man, fuck it. I've been at this nine years. Like, that was a big deal. That's a huge deal. I was like, uh, like I had, sometimes you got to remind yourself, like, how cool it is. Like, yeah. uh, I had a buddy drive down from Pasadena just to watch me there. And he was like, and then another buddy that lives in San Diego came. He's like, dude, I have a friend that I know on a real level that's performing at the fucking comedy store in La Jolla. Like, that's pretty cool. I was like, pretty fucking and you, cool. you, do have, you do have to have civilians tell you things sometimes. Yeah. To be yeah, like, yeah. you know what? You're fucking do you, right. Do you have that thing where you you like can't take compliments, dude? I do you have that because I I yes. have that and it's really bad uh, yes. and I'm trying to work on and it. And I'm like, yeah, 100. Yeah, I hate it. 
yeah. and um, you need to like be patted on the back sometimes. Yeah. Because, dude, we're doing a lot. This shit is not easy. It's not easy. This is like cool. Yeah. Like I see your place that you're at now. Like good for you. You've put Thanks, a lot bro. of hard work into this shit. Like Thanks, you've bro. got a fucking wolf pain. I do have you, a wolf behind me. And like that's not easy. <laughs> Somebody had to lift that up. Like you put in work. I'd hire a guy to put it up because yeah. I don't know how to do yeah. that. You put lights around it. I put lights around it. Uh, like no, but this shit yeah. takes first of all not only hard work but real true sacrifice. Yes, like, you sacrificed real relationships I yes. could have had mm-hmm. in Phoenix. I wasn't like you know going. I could have been just raging every night and doing that shit. And I did after the shows, right? Like yeah. But I you sacrificed potential friendships potential love interests all that shit like yeah to do this thing dude family communication a lot of that like totally and there's real things that you go to sleep and think about like am i wasting or not wasting i shouldn't say that but like man i don't know this thing that i'm doing is sacrifice also other people sacrifice for you too like they sacrifice their what they want to do with you or like how they can communicate with you stuff like that like my mom can't even really tell me advice anymore that much because she knows that I know that she doesn't know what she's talking about when it comes to comedy. Right, right, like, right. I love you as a mother. Talk to me about <laughs> my emotional stability and stuff like that. But uh-huh. like, you're not gonna tell me how to navigate the L.A. comedy scene. Right. right. Uh, and I don't need you to do that. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's just weird. It's such a weird thing. You know what I'm saying? Probably yeah. more than most people 100%. may be listening. But like, there's real things that we sacrifice. So why should not be fucking you flexing? You should wear that, that fucking shirt, Yeah, I'm like, dude. wear this tomorrow, wear bro. Wear that fucking shirt Dirty. tomorrow, dude. Wear that shit until it starts rotting yeah, on your body, yeah, bro. Yeah, fucking get some holes in this yeah, bitch. Yeah, dude. Reminding that, that like, self-pat. What's what's the term for self-awareness, but in a good way? Like, self... Um, self uh, like, self... Um, arrogance. No, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that narcissism. narcissism. Everybody needs yeah. a, an air of narcissism. No, um, there is that thing, though, dude, because uh, like I used to when I would go down to San Diego when I was first starting, my buddies from high school lived down there. They were in their, you know, seventh year at CC or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I love these guys so much. They were yeah. probably I think they were in college, college. Sure. And they, but they lived together in the dirtiest, grimiest apartment. Yeah. Uh, in PB, yep. right on Garnett. Love it. And I would sleep on their floor. Yeah, you did. On the scum of their floor. Right. Next to cigarette butts and, and uh, cocaine blo- bricks, yeah. bro- blocks, sure. little nuggets of coke. Mm-hmm. And I would get sick every time I went down there because I would literally be sleeping in the like, you know, you know, in a club where the, the, the fog is just a couple inches above yeah. the floor. Yeah. There was that, but yeah. for like all the nasty ass germs yeah. and fucking viruses that lived in their apartment. Good guys though. Great guys. Some awesome my, guys. Solo and Nate. I love yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah. You guys are pieces of shit. You guys are so Don't gross, leave them dude. around your girlfriend. <laughs> Just spoons Good of guys, peanut though. butter in, in the, in the Great sink. Guys. Yeah. Great guys. Pieces Amazing guys. Uh, old bananas on top of the fridge for sure. no reason. Yeah. Um, awesome dudes. Sure. They, if you need $5, they won't have it. They will they not hel- have They'll it. help you find no. it. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and I would sleep there. And now, and I would sleep there like just to do a five minute spot at yeah, the Comedy Palace. Right. And now I'm headlining weekends at the Comedy Palace. Great. And. Oh, we do, well, the new Comedy Palace. The new, which will What's be coming called out. called the Mic so Drop. The mic Drop. Yep. Isn't it called the Mic Drop? Yeah, I think it's comedy called club, the Mic Drop. Maybe like, yeah. I don't know when that's opening, but hopefully soon. soon. But I just did like, I headlined Thursday at Mavericks and PB the other night. I, dude, I saw that. I didn't know you were down there till like the day after because uh, Kiki there? Anderson. Well, I was in La Jolla. 
Oh, that was shit. This, this that was, was literally this weekend. weekend. Oh, yeah. fuck. I know. I would have came I, through. I saw it like the day after and I was going Yeah. But I figured you were just down Thursday? Yeah, just Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually drove back to LA that night because yeah. I, I went to Austin this past weekend. Oh, cool. Which we got to talk about in a minute because yeah. you got to go to Austin. I know. I haven't been yet. Um, but yeah, anyways, I, I like I used to do that and I got to remind myself sometimes like, hey, bro, you slept on a scummy virus yeah. apartment floor. Right. With, you know, you probably caught COVID-1 yeah. back then. Um, and now, you know, I can afford an Airbnb for a night. So. It's, I think we're like, it's too cool stuff. I think it's a high school thing. Um, in the way that, uh, our comedy community sometimes, first of all, everything as I age, I realize is just high school magnified. Yeah. Um, isn't li- that literally crazy? everything. Everything is high Specifically school. Specifically in the entertainment industry. Yep. And then the, and then the, the pocket we're in is comedy is its own little high school too. But like, yeah. Um, and so you don't want to be that dude, um, that is wearing his fucking varsity jacket sometimes right. and talking about how he threw 275 this past weekend and he ran right. for another hundred. And it's like, dude, we were all at the game. Yeah. We saw it. Yeah. And, uh, you know what? You did a great job, but I hate how you're acting about it. But like, yeah. first of all, that dude should have probably been flexing. He put a lot of work in yeah. the last couple sure, of weeks sure, with sure. the coaches and yeah. they understood the defensive schemes. Yeah. Um, but like, I think it's that weighing that stuff. Like, you know, we all experienced high school, so you know how you perceived that asshole. Mm-hmm. And then our community is judgmental as fuck because we're all comedians. So, like, you you will say certain things to a comic, and they'll be like, all right, I did that room too. Like, they'll right. dismiss it. It's like, okay, cool. Right. I got on there too. It's like, so you can't flex around them as much. But, like, there's people that are your fan. The fan, they're not paying you uh money for your short shirts or something like that they're not going to buy your merch these comics are not going to support you the way your fans fucking see what you did and they fucking love it so yeah. flex for them flex like for them. let them know that you're happy and you're appreciative of that and shit like that that's yeah. where the money's coming in right right capitalism 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 baby. isn't coming capitalist you know dude. what i mean we're we're not <laughs> and first of all we should help our, our each other way more yeah. uh, financially, but it's not up to me to give you money as you shouldn't be giving me money. You should b- build a fan base and they should be buying, you know, like, you know, helping you pay rent and all that right. shit. Right. So we should be communicating more to the fan base when our achievements are, are this great and let them know. Cause they are rooting for you. Yeah. They want to root for you too. They want to celebrate that win too. Yeah. So I think that's where a lot of comics I, I would see in LA specifically. I don't know if this happens in other cities. I'll assume it does. But uh, when I was coming up, I just saw so many comics and stand-ups specifically too concerned with what other stand-ups thought of them. Right. Too cool for school. Too cool for school and not concerned enough with how an audience of people would appreciate them or not appreciate them for whatever they're doing. And that's where I pivoted away from like sticking around the mic the whole time to hang out with people into just do the mic, go home and write. Right. Go home or, or try to book the show, do the show, leave. Like not no sticking around to yeah. be friend. Like I'm not like gonna be rude to anybody. I yeah. try to be as nice as I can, just genuinely. You're, yeah, you're a great. You're being a good a bad hang, person, which is not. Yeah, um, like you want to be a good hang when you yeah, do hang. Right. Exactly. When you yeah. do hang, but don't but you always don't, hang. You don't need to hang 24 yeah. hours a day, dude. Right. So I tried to leave always, one more. Exactly. Off the stage too. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I tried to always put. Like the audience first, like what? Yeah, I, w- I want That's, my audience. Yeah, because the audience is they're people. consuming they're just it. People. Yeah, those are the people that are going to be paying for right. your life forever. You want them to come back. Yeah, you want somebody that sees you in a five minute set at the YooHoo room. Dude, 
to cut to watch your TV show, to watch your movie, Thirty Years in the Future, and tell all their friends to buy tickets. Smaller markets, though. My biggest pet peeve was when there would be like uh, somebody's putting on a show, or whatever, and you know, Facebook invites or whatever. I would always look at like all the invites, and I'd be like, "You literally invited every comic in the scene. Like, why are you inviting me yeah. to your show? Yeah, yeah. I should yeah. be the last person on your list because right. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to show up and not want to pay, right? And be chilling in the back. That's not what you want. That's a bad business model. Mm -hmm. Invite everybody else, yeah. And then when it sells out, I as a comic should see it and be like, "Whoa, oh, you did that, and I didn't even know you were doing that." Yeah. And then exactly. maybe I want to be on the next one or something like that. That's how you totally. create value with the comedy community. Totally. Um, it's it's just crazy. I don't know. It's hard, but uh, it's hard to weigh it because I definitely dealt with i deal with that still i feel like like trying to be too cool or whatever like i don't know you just got to give the audience what they want to your point and then also like on the the uh networking aspect because yeah you do want people to know in the comedy community bookers and whatever they need to know who you are yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. but it's like balance. it's the the old saying is it's not what you know it's who you know mm -hmm. and it's like okay but if you meet who and you don't know what, what? the fuck you're doing yeah you don't have then the you what? just fuck the whole right. thing up Right. So you right. want to keep networking, but I'm going to just keep working on what the fuck I'm yeah, trying to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like what Chris Rock said. Yeah, same thing, right? It it's all like, goes back to that. Yeah, so full circle. Yeah. Did you, uh, during the pandemic, did, were you performing at all? Yeah, I was sneaking in here and there. And then all, I was in Arizona, so... Um, were you in Arizona I for, did, the, for I, the I would pop back and do shit because they never shut down. Right. It didn't happen there. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, it just didn't exist. COVID didn't, wow, yeah, didn't good for them. There. Yeah, so it's the cool. Florida, it's like the a West. little bubble. Yeah, it's like nice. Battlefield Earth. They had that little thing <laughs> yeah, over. And, yeah. um, Travolta was running for mayor there. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, like, I mean, Arizona is Arizona. Yeah. It's kind of, the, yeah, the Florida out here. And um, so I popped in. I would do s some shows there. And then I was fortunate enough to one of the uh, shows we met on in Phoenix one time. I had you and Kyrie on, I think. Uh, was that a Don't Tell Show? Don't Tell Show. Yeah, yeah, dope. And so I was running that in Phoenix. And I was fortunate enough to uh, move out here and fall into production for the LA shows. So cool. I'm, so as you know, I'm running shit with that. And yeah. um, so if you're in LA, come through a fucking oh, show yeah. every Don't weekend. Tell comedy, baby. There's some of the best shows Crazy. in the city. Mm -hmm. Killer lineups. Yep. Um, I got a 17 year old kid. You guys are gonna want to see. No way. Yeah. Do you really? Brent Pella. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will be there. Through, his voice <laughs> cracks for most of the punchlines. Like, dude, my facial hair looks like I just hit puberty. <laughs> yeah. This is the most I, I can dude, grow. Dude. I don't. I don't have anything here. You don't. I do, you can't grow anything. I can't do anything here. Yeah, I, don't I know just what do it this. Is, man. I did this a couple years ago because I was like, I've never done it, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna keep rocking it. Yeah, it doesn't look this dumb. is the longest it goes. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, what were we talking? Oh yeah, and so don't tell has been able to. We've been doing outdoor shows. Yeah, so that's been nice. Yep. So I've been able to stay busy since January in LA. Yeah, that's great. Um, that's great. But most of the pandemic, I was probably like everybody else. I yeah, was, I was probably doing more than most, though, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was appreciative of that, and I was aware yeah. of that. Like, I knew that there was people out there that hadn't, that literally haven't done the show in a year and a half. Like, they're just getting back last month. Yeah, that's so, And there's some people that are still waiting. I know. Some people that are still like, I'm not going back until... It's uh, like, well, maybe don't come back. Yeah, don't come or back. Or deal with your health shit. You know what I mean? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Become a scientist, yeah, I guess. right? Figure you know? that out. Fuck off. Uh, yeah, I, um, I was lucky enough to travel with my buddy JP. The, oh, yeah. The JP Sears. That's right. Yeah, so we I've never seen him do stand up. Funny guy. Yeah, I yeah. feel like he's got a. Uh, I mean, he he dives into political shit too. Hardcore baby, I love that. Yeah, he can. He's one of the people that 
came from YouTube to stand up, mm-hmm. which immediately would make a lot of classical stand up people hate him. Yeah. Right. Just for the simple fact sure. that he came from online to the stage. Right. But I met him in San Diego for the first time. Oh, do you know Greg Santos? Oh, yeah. I love Greg, Greg Santos. hooked me up with American Comedy Co. because they needed a feature for JP last awesome. minute. Yep. And I was like, yeah, for sure. I've been following this guy. I know his deal. Right. This is pre-COVID by a couple years. Oh, uh, okay. So it was during his, he was doing a lot of uh, like sarcastic spiritual yeah. uh, health and wellness yeah, type yeah. I've content. I've seen most of the shit you guys post, but I, yeah. I know his So he was doing a lot it. of that. Not much politics. I had never touched politics pretty much until 2020. Yeah. And then it changed. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, And uh, so I met him there for the first time and he had a notebook full of notes. Yeah. He was recording his shit. He was working working hard at it. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. This is great. Because I love seeing that. Yeah. That pumps me up. You dude. don't see, see somebody working hard. 10-year stand-ups don't no. fucking do that. No, 10-year stand-ups are doing Tribal Cafe yeah. without looking at their notes. Right. And just going no up following. like, what should we talk about? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. So JP works his ass off at stand-up, yeah. which was awesome. That's the first thing I liked. I, I think that's a big thing to people. Yeah, the... Because there is initial disdain for anybody that goes from building an audience on whatever, whether it's now it'd be TikTok, but the YouTube yeah. and shit like that. But like, if you're working at it, we all know how hard this shit is. If you work hard as fuck at it, and also if you have an audience, yeah, who the fuck am I to? Right. Capitalism, baby. Capitalism, dude. Build you know an audience, I mean? dude. Build Instead of being audience. mad, build an audience. Yeah, build an audience. You know? Maybe you should flex to YouTube. Right. Uh, yeah, be better. It's, be better. Um, yeah, so I've, I've, I've not seen him do stand up, but yeah. I know I. I don't mind shit like that. Um, I, yeah, it was great. It, I, it was five cool. years ago. I would have been like, fuck this dude. Same. When I'm I was like, first starting, I would have been like, fuck that. Yeah. But now I'm literally trying to do the same thing. So, um, we started touring again in July, 2020 to straight out to Florida, yeah. Virginia, Utah's, uh, Utah. Yep. Oklahoma, um, Ohio, uh, Ohio, yeah. Houston, Kansas city was fun. Did you guys do KC? I think he did. I don't think I was there that weekend. That's a good, there's a good club. Yeah. Club or two there. Yeah. So yeah, there were some cities that just didn't give them. a fuck. Yeah, dude. The cities that don't give a fuck are fun. I know. The cities well, that don't give a fuck, they'll laugh. They'll laugh at the political shit. They laugh they at like all the political shit. Yeah, I know. Like, I'll do a, I, I do this bit now where I do um, Joe Biden delivering the State of the Union. Okay. Was the State of the Fun. Is the State of the Funion. Okay. And, he, and so I do that, and they love that. And then I do Trump declassifying aliens. Love it. And they, they both of them get, like, yeah. this huge reaction. I did that now, in L.A., Oh, silence. Just awkward, Crickets. tense yeah. chuckles. Yeah. And I was like, Now, are Bro. you doing, is this character set or is this your stand up and you're flowing in and Stand out? up in a flow. I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. hard to do. It's tough, but I it's fun. Have you seen, uh, do you watch out. Jamie Kennedy a lot? I've never seen him do Dude, live stuff. You should watch but him. But Nick Kroll has been my guy as far as okay. stand up and characters I go. S- I've never seen him do live stuff. His, uh, yeah. So his first special, tell me about Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. Uh, Nick Kroll's first special was stand up interspersed with okay. character bits yeah. and pre-taped character sketches. Oh, so oh you know what? That. I saw a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. I remember that. That was nice. What does Jamie do? And Jamie is able to flow in and out. Uh, it's stand-up. It's yeah. just stand-up. I've seen him do a headlining set a few times in Phoenix. I worked with him. And um, it just flows in and out of these characters that are like within the stand-up. It just, I don't know. It's one of those things to watch, but you would appreciate it. Cool. Um, but it, it ebbs and flows really well. Kind of Caliendo-esque. Okay. Um, if you've seen Caliendo do stand-up, though, it was funny because the weekend that I was with Jamie Kennedy, who was there hanging, it's in Phoenix, Caliendo lives nice. there. Caliendo's hanging out, and he was, like, trying to f- learn. He's trying to, I think he, you know, not to tell people what he's trying to I don't know exactly sure, sure. what it is, but I, I gathered that he was trying to maybe 
pivot to a different style of stand-up maybe um cool and i think he was look. i know he was looking at jamie stuff and trying to figure out how he does it and and it just flows really well are they, are really they doing well. any wardrobe changes or anything like nothing that nothing like that it's that's what i'm saying yeah it's okay. just like straight up this is i he doesn't even say like hey i'm gonna do a character right now you know what I mean? Ah. It's stand up, but then he'll go into this character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And cool. Come, so I'm, and I'm come back out of it. And I'm it's trying like, to figure out which of the because I pre pandemic I was building this live set where I'll do like ten or fifteen minutes of stand up. Yeah. A one one minute character video on the projector behind me as I'm changing uh, okay. off stage. Come back on as the character from that video. Yeah. Fuck with the audience. Do a bit and then a, like a commercial break on the projector again. Yeah. A one minute parody commercial back into stand-up which is fun it's so it's fun. Super fun first of all that's like entertainment at its purest it's like yeah you're doing the whole thing it's i guess then the, what would the hiccup be right is being in a venue where you, you don't do that. have that and stuff. so when i am doing that yeah. when i'm at a venue that doesn't have the projector yeah. or like the setup for me to run off stage and change yeah. i just dive into it and i do the character and i think like, that i you know not to fun. tell you what to do please i think me. that if you can lean into that if you can figure that out yeah because then it becomes i can do it anywhere because then and there's also no pause in the you not to say you're losing momentum with the videos and shit but you might yeah you definitely change the pace of the energy of the show mm-hmm. uh just by definition, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm watching a video now, and then there's going to be a person again. Right. If you can just figure that out, it could be really powerful. But yeah, I, I would say, yeah, Jamie's, you know, Jamie's one of those dudes, too, where I remember um, I got booked to open for him, and I was like, oh, I wonder how this will be. I just had never seen him. I knew who he was from the movies and shit, and mm-hmm. you're like, and I'd seen that documentary, Hecklers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I love. Yep, yep. It's a great love one. that. And I was like, damn, he sounds just from that. It doesn't sound like he's great. It sounds like people are heckling him constantly yeah. and talking <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really a funny, funny set. Awesome. And I think he's put a lot of stand up work in. And uh, but to your to your skill set, uh, similar cool to watch. Similar vibe. Yeah. yeah. Um, How about coming out of the pandemic? Did you find that your perspective on shit has changed? I thought in any different type I, of ways. I think um, I went into it thinking people are weak as fuck. And yeah. uh, I came out of it probably more emboldened in those perspectives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I've been t- uh, to the stand-up perspective. How do you mean? How do you mean? Just uh, they're just so fucking offended by everything. Yeah. They're just so easily like manipulated. Uh, buzzword will yeah. piss you off. It's like you got no. Do you know what context is? Right. Did you hear what I said, or did you hear the word I used? Right. Like yeah. Chill the fuck out. Again, yeah. like to our initial point, like we are one of the the only species, as far as we know. We're as looking as we into know. dolphins. We're, we'll get back we'll to do some research on, on wolves. Yeah, uh, but uh, uh, capable of complex thoughts and critical thought and shit like that. And I just spoke a thought that I had put together cohesively and used words to be able to get you to a point that I'm trying to make. And that point should incite laughter. Listen to the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Don't let me use the word. Uh, you know, like the buzzword for four years was like, you couldn't even say Trump. Yeah. People would get pissed off on stage. Like I would say, you've seen my shit. Yep. Like I'll talk about it and you know what I did and I was proud of it. I, I used to always talk about him for the whole, his whole administration. Well, and then the first year I used his name and what I realized was how can I do this without using his name? And you know (laughs) who the fuck I'm talking about. So I never used his name. Yeah. I would just say what I said. And you're a human being who's capable of critical thought. Right. You realize. We hope. Yeah. We hope. You realized who the fuck I was talking about. And I never used his name once. Yeah. And it was still so fucking. I loved it. I was like, that was one of those pats on the back. I was cool. like, you guys didn't even realize I didn't use his name. 
Right. 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 But I just talked about him for three minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I've always been, um, speaking about things. I love talking about things that I don't think anybody wants to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. I'm opening, I opened this whole last weekend in La Jolla with the joke about mass shootings Nice. and how the country's back. Um, <laughs> I was like, that's a signal that we're fucking nature has back, healed. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're looking at like, get the vaccine. Oh, so yeah. you could be shot in a mask off. No, it that was, was a fucking... great Tim Dillon tweet. I think. Oh yeah. There yeah. you go. So like, um, I love talking about shit like that. And also it's a fucking joke. And secondly, if you're so fucking like, if you don't watch the news and realize that that actually is a pretty spot on perspective. Yeah. We had three last month. That means we're coming back as a country. Right. <laughs> like, right. Like, right. That's Fuck. why you're la- you're laughing. Damn. Cause it's fucking true. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's truth in that. Yeah. It's fucking dark and it's unfortunate. Yeah. But we've all got CNN. We've all got Twitter. Yeah. You know, that shit is real. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm not saying let's, you know, do, do more. more. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying like, if that's I want sign. the country to come back, we should have more. Right. I'll know right. That that's we're a sign s- that the country is coming back. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. We're, we're, there's metrics there. We're shopping in mass again. Right. Bullets aren't cheap. You can afford those. Right. Like, Biden's doing something right. But like, um, <laughs> but I've always liked doing that. And I think coming up in Arizona was really something that it helped me because Arizona is like, uh, People perceive it as a Republican stronghold. If you looked at the numbers the last couple of elections, it's actually way more purple or leaning yeah. blue. Uh, you know, they voted uh, Biden in this time. Mm-hmm. But um, they, they, there are, I would say, really hardcore Republicans there, though. Yeah, yeah, like for sure. The gun-toting Republicans that miss the wild, wild west and for all that sure. type of did you, shit. Did you, did you see the Sacha Baron Cohen uh, yeah, show, Who Was America? That, yeah. Or is that Love Kingman? That. Kingman uh, King, yeah, and then Kingman's like... That's fucking that's real Arizona. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. some other shit. Yeah. Because like Phoenix, obviously any city in America, you're going to have a liberal stronghold, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just how things work. That's and, the urban area. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, but outside of Phoenix, there's the place that um, per capita donated more money than any other place in the country to Trump's 2016 campaign, right? Oh, wow. Up in uh, Pinnacle Peak. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's shit like that. So, um it's a, it was a really cool city for me to, I never was scared of diving into it. And then you've probably seen this week sucks tonight is the weekly yes. show that myself and Anwar do. Yeah. And we're trying to figure out how to bring that back the right way. Mm-hmm. It's obviously been derailed with shit and life changes, but, um, but that show is really, we're fucking taking on whatever happened that week in news full force, full force and in a that. way that people probably are not, are not comfortable with speaking about it. Yeah. We covered every mass shooting on that show. It was a weekly show, so you couldn't avoid it. Yeah. Sometimes they happened the day of, the day before. We we talked about it, and we tried to make the joke. Yeah. And you know what? If the joke didn't hit, we tried. Um, but also, we hit a pretty decent clip on those. Oh, no, like, yeah. You it, guys like, had like, a we good had, clip on that. Yeah, yeah. We had some good fucking jokes that uh, we wrote and, about. Uh, is all that on YouTube? Can people watch It's on YouTube, of yeah. So the, the weird thing is it's you know it's dated, right? Because it was the week of right, that news, right? right, right? But right. there's some funny shit on YouTube. Yeah, this week sucks tonight. Yeah. Um, and then follow it on Instagram, too. And we'll try to figure... We're coming back. We're doing August 5th in Phoenix, actually. Again. Oh, cool. So Great. we're doing sporadic stuff. At Stand Up Live? Stand Up Live, Nice. Yeah. So... Either way, um, yeah. Now coming out, uh, starting in Phoenix, gave you that that sense of not giving a fuck, kind of. I or did you already kind of have that from I your background? I think I never gave a fuck. Yeah, that's cool. Um, or you could argue that I give a fuck more than most. 
Yeah. If that makes sense, right? Like, I yeah. care so much that I want to talk about this shit. Right. Right? That's, like, yeah, dude. Like, I, totally. I actually do care. That's totally. why I talk about it. Like, Interesting. You, I never thought of it like that. Yeah, I care more than most of you. Yeah, because I never, I like I said, I, the only topical shit I would do up until around early 2020, definitely start of the pandemic, flipped the switch for me. Yeah. But the only topical shit I would do were, like, you know, weird impressions. Yeah. Or like, uh, yeah, I, like I remember you said super funny stuff. set, but I, I, it is funny watching you knowing you before and after. It's so different, but I mean, it's similar, you know, comedy wise, it's just yeah. different subject matter because right, right, right. I never would have dreamed doing a Biden impression sure. in 2019. Well, or you like, didn't think he'd be voted. Well, that president. too. I didn't I think he would live that long. Now. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. But I didn't, I never would have done like an AOC. I wouldn't have wrote an AOC bit for Nikki or, or, uh, done any of these other things. Sure. And now maybe that is it. Maybe the people who don't give a fuck are the people that are trying to sidestep all these They're things and, and, and not be offensive yeah. and, and pander to a very specific audience. Yeah. You and know the how people fucking, who really do care are the ones attacking you. You know how weak you are? You're so weak that you're so offended by things that I say, but you actually don't put the time in to re- do any research to see if right. I might be right or you might be a fucking idiot. Right. Um, or you're overthinking this whole thing and I'm just making a joke. Right. Like, these are all things that could be yeah, possible. Yeah, dude, this is a comedy show, not a rally. Yeah, but you... Put, <laughs> dude, I just made a joke. I just put something up on uh, Instagram today. I have this joke about white privilege. It's just like... It's like, did you guys know we have to stop experiencing white privilege? Like, my only question is like, so you want me to just go cold turkey on that? Like, <laughs> well, at least let me wean off the shit. You know what I mean? Like, I've been mainlining the shit out of a silver spoon right. for 34 years. Like, what the fuck? Like, let me get out of a dude, couple yeah, more tickets. Yeah, give me some methadone or something. Right. So, I, it's a, right? I appreciate totally. you laughing, right? Yeah, it's a funny hilarious. joke. Yeah. Dude, I had this, this. Somebody just commented on, uh, you know, fucking comment section. They were like, and I'm dating a black chick right now. She's mm-hmm. a beautiful girl. I love this chick. Cool. And uh, she's awesome. And she was like, and this chick who is black as well, she said, I wonder how your girlfriend feels about this dumbass joke. I'm like... It's a first of all, you, you clarified it. it's a fucking you joke. You said joke in the comment. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Also, it's dude. the opposite of a dumbass joke. It's pretty it's highly pretty good it's joke. cerebral. It's very well yeah. written. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Like a lot of not, layers yeah, there. yeah. And uh like you know, I was just like I was about to comment back, but then somebody came in and they said uh she probably thought it was funny because it's a joke. Nice. Like uh, and I was like The I, internet I always mean, wins, dude. Yeah. yeah I, I got such a love hate relationship with the internet. So because I'll get I get so many dumbass comments. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm itching to fucking respond. And it, it's not worth it. And I've done it before, I've responded before, yeah. and then I get into like a four hour thing yeah. with somebody. Like and then one it ruins time, your day. It ruins my that's day. That's what they wanted. It ruins uh, my then day. Then they win. And then they win. It's the Taliban. Like I had a guy comment some dumb shit, like, you know, uh, something negative. Like, this is so bad, I can't believe you're still trying to do videos. Like what? Oh, I remember that video. And that then, was bad. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you. That's He's true. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. But okay, the video was bad, and yeah, I am bad. Yeah. All right, let's get that on the table. A lot of facts. But I, I, it's not I, what you uh, say; it's how you said it, though. Right. <laughs> and so I, ch- I, I decided, you know what? I'm just gonna try to troll this guy. Oh, I like it. So I, I did a Wik- <laughs> Wikipedia search for Mesopotamia, and I copied the Wikipedia article for Mesopotamia, and I replied to him with just the link. Yeah. Or I copied a paragraph of text from Wikipedia. Yeah. On Mesopotamia, and I pasted that, which in. is the large uh, land. 
It's an ancient civilization yeah, in the sure. Middle East area, okay, okay, I think. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then he replied to that with something else that was like mean. Yeah. He was like, oh, is that all you got, bro? I thought you were supposed to be funny. And I was like, all right, I guess I got to fucking troll this Do guy again. more research. And so I, I think I Googled like the inventor of the slinky. Sure. And I, I copied a paragraph from the Wikipedia article yeah. of that guy and I pasted that. Yeah. And then he hit me back with something else like, bro, what are you doing? You're not going to, what are you just, just trying to be funny, dude? Wow, dude. Like yeah. something like that. And I was like, oh, this is so, I don't want to do this. Now you're in too deep, though. Yeah, I was in too deep. Yeah. So I kept, I kept Googling random Wikipedia Jesus. shit. I wasn't even reading his comments anymore. But I just, I was like, uh, after like the it, fourth or fifth one, uh, you know, which was probably the uh, a biography of wherever Phil Jackson's hometown was. Sure. Um, I was just Where's like, dude, it, I can't. Uh, Montana, right? Is I think so. Yeah, guy? he's a country boy. He's yeah, country right. Boy. Now he lives there now. Yeah. Um, I was like, I can't do this, dude. I can't do it. So yeah. now I don't respond to anybody ever. No. But I will say, when I do respond, like just today, actually, I responded to a guy whose his comment on my video released today was, um, "Wow, dude, you used to be funny." Or yeah. no, 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 he said, "Hey, bro, you're not funny anymore." That was the comment. Hey, bro, you're not funny anymore. Yeah. And so I said, "Jokes on you, dude. I've never been funny." And his response and that's, that's was, good. oh, man, I was just joking. Like, I'm so sorry, bro. You're hella funny. It's like, what the what? fuck? What are we doing? What is that? What are we doing? Yeah. What is that? You you probably it's deal weird. with it on a, a wider scale I'm for really sure. I'm really trying that, to not that, do it anymore. That one pissed me off because it's um, this black chick is trying to tell me that another black chick that she doesn't know is supposed to experience this right. because you experienced right. it. Meanwhile, what happened was my joke actually has nothing to do with black people. It actually has something to do with a personal experience of being white. Like, I'm just talking about shit that's personal to me. And also, yeah. I'm flipping it on the set. I'm making fun of white privilege. 100%. I'm, 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 I'm actually admitting that You're I've been experiencing it. identifying it as a real it. thing. Yeah. I'm saying that I'm aware that I've experienced it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, that it's better than any drug I've ever done. Right. <laughs> Um, it's pretty addicting. Like, it's just yeah. like, a, that's why I hate like that they, you can't, uh, she had identified it as a joke if we're talking about identity crisis. Uh huh. So you've already lost. And secondly, like, I don't know. Fuck these people. Yeah. Dude. You don't even get the joke. You don't even what get you the just joke. What I just realized is that you don't even get the fucking joke. You know what? One of my, one of my favorite realizations was recently. Um, and I've had this realization a couple times over the years. But every time I, I think about it again, it just makes me so happy. Yeah. Is that there's 7 billion people in the world. I know. There's 7 billion people and in the world, And one person is chirping. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, there are, are – the number one TV show in America isn't – half the country hasn't heard of it. What is it, I wonder? I don't I don't even know what it is. I don't know what the number you one know show Grey's is. You Anatomy still doing stuff? Really? See, That's I've, crazy. And me. you know what? I've never seen one episode of Grey's Anatomy. I couldn't even recognize one actor from that I show. I watched one. I was trying to hook up with a chick at ASU. How'd back it go? Then. Uh, didn't go well. Did I you got find stuck her watching Grey's Anatomy. Well, okay. Not, yeah. <laughs> she invited a lot of other people. I thought it was just <laughs> oh, us. No. I was like, oh, we're watching, <laughs> we're Grey's all watching Grey's party? Anatomy. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So it sucked. You know, so it's like, yeah, uh, there's so many people and... It, Entertainment is so subjective. Art is subjective. Comedy right. is subjective. Jokes are subjective. Right. Subject matter is subjective. It's going to be liked yeah. by some people and not. Right. And so whenever I hear of somebody like a, a bad comment or like I lose followers from a political video, yeah. I always get like happier about that because I'm like, oh, okay, I'm filtering. You're weeding. Now. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, weeding yeah. out yeah. The, the idiots who can't keep up. Mm -hmm. Or I'm just weeding out the nice people who just don't like my style of comedy. Right. That's fine too. Yeah. There's millions of people that sure. are just going to genuinely not like me. Yeah. Their loss in mm -hmm. my head. 
you know but uh and as, as a comic or a performer of any kind i think that's super important to realize is you can't yeah. have everybody no you can't oh, have everybody. you shouldn't you shouldn't have, have any, yeah. anybody who has who is like liked by everybody will never be loved by anybody some you know chick what I mean? after the first show friday she came up to me and like i said i was doing the mass shooting bit and um she just came up to me and she said, uh, she's like, I thought you were super funny, but the mass shooting joke, like, just don't do it. <gasps> like, it's not for, you shouldn't be doing it, blah, blah, blah. It was like a very, like, point blank, like, you shouldn't be doing this that wasn't wow. funny, all that stuff. I was just like, I, Man. I was like, I appreciate that feedback. Thank you. So, I just tried to, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, you know what route I took to the club that night? The high road. And nice. um, Michael Turner, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the high road. And I was like, I just was like, I appreciate that feedback, blah, blah, like, you know, and the, the walk away is like, yeah, you know, you shouldn't have unanimous appreciation right. of anything like, right. um, that's probably unhealthy. Yeah. Uh, and also yeah. that means you're probably pandering as a comedian. 100%. So, um, yeah, she's probably not going to come to any of my shows. No, she probably it. won't and live long either, that, which yeah, is she also probably, fine. She'll pass yeah. away early. She'll pass away early. Yeah. Oh, she's probably never heard of Mesopotamia <laughs> either. She got mesothelioma. She got mesothelioma. She got. Yeah. Dumb bitch. Figure that out. <laughs> Super nice girl, though. Um, What do you have coming up, bro? Um, So I have... I'm actually going to be with Pete Lee in Seattle. Nice. Um, Laughs? Um, Hard Rock. Oh, shit. Yeah. So Are I they doing weekend I shows? I guess they have a... Yeah, they got a club there. I don't even know. But wow, that's cool. Yeah, Hard Rock in uh, Seattle, Ju- July 29th through 31st. Cool. And then every weekend in Los Angeles, we're doing Don't Tell Comedy. We've got a show every Friday and Saturday in Los Angeles. Don't Tell Comedy.com? Don't Tell Comedy.com. Love and it. then Don't Tell Los Angeles if you just want to, if you just want to see the LA ones. Mm-hmm. But also, we're everywhere in the country. So we're, oh, yeah, every, we're back every operating city. like, tw- I think we're 20 cities right now. But nice. when we get back home, we'll be in like 45, 50. Amazing. So follow that, Turner Comedy um, on Instagram, and I'll be uh, popping around L.A. too soon. So Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, man. I love you, bro. Thanks Appreciate for hanging, bro. Michael yeah. Turner, guys. Say bye. Say it. Peace. And that's it. Thank you guys for checking it out. Check out Michael Turner at Skankfest. Uh, go watch all of the his, his, his stuff on YouTube. Check him out. Turner Comedy on Instagram. Keep up with the boy. He is the boy. He is the man. Um, Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. This is... Mashia. Okay? Love it. Magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella for 10% off. Plus, they'll send you a free copy of my favorite nutritional health book, the Biological Optimization Blueprint. Shout out to Magnesium Breakthrough. Shout out to Bioptimizers. Shout out to you for chilling and hanging on the pod today. All right? Hope you liked it. Subscribe on YouTube. It would mean a lot. That'd be really cool if you did that. But also, if you don't do that, life goes on. Okay? <laughs> Love you guys. I'll see you next week. Peace.